What you're about to listen to was originally broadcast on 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia. For details, go to the website 98five.com. 98.5, this is Weekdays with Mike. That was Dream Academy in Life in a Northern Town. And a very good morning and welcome to the studio, Graham Irvine. Good morning, Mike. From Kingsway Christian College. Apparently. That's where you're from. As far well, as I know. Actually, well, it helps when you wear a badge. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, I shined it up, just just polished it up just for you. Because I, I know what your eyesight's actually Gold. like. <laughs> oh, so next time the doctor's in, maybe you should talk about was, that. Yeah, I know he was. I was listening. And and I had to say, yeah. um, you remember he said he wrote himself an exemption for it. Can yeah. I have one of those? Well, I'd say, well maybe <laughs> if you call in next fortnight, you can... Yeah, you can good. Good luck. You can, you can try. Uh, I look, I, I was thinking, I'm sure yeah. that there are many parents that want like an exemption from parenting from time to time. And I thought, oh, I'm not going to write that because I'm not putting my, <laughs> my signature on that sort of piece of paper. So, yes. but it, Love it. I'll ask it, you. it did cross my mind. Yeah, it's a good thought. Uh, now, when you, were you, when you were here a fortnight mm. ago, we were chatting about obedience. Yeah. Being obedient. Yeah. So, so the, the, I guess the overall point I was wanting to make is that, that when we're asking, when our, we expect our children to be obedient to us, it mm. isn't. It shouldn't be be because we hold all the power and they don't hold any. While that is true, that shouldn't be the reason. Obedience is actually about, number one, safety, Mm -hmm. and number two, self-regulation. Because children need somebody to self-regulate them before they can learn to self-regulate themselves. It makes sense, absolutely. because yeah, it's yeah, not something yeah. that we're born with. That's right, you've got okay? to learn it. We have to learn it, yeah. we have to develop yeah. it. So I, I thought maybe mm-hmm. an extension of that conversation was to say, well, okay, what should we expect our children to be obedient about? Everything we tell them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're out of here. Good answer, yep. <laughs> I'll see you next week, Beck. <laughs> mm. But what should we tell uh, them? Yeah. Well, so that becomes an interesting discussion. Yeah. So I really like what the Ezos do with their Growing Kids God's Way program. So they talk about six natural areas of relationships that we have, that everybody has. Okay. We have a relationship with people that are in authority over us, have a relationship with our parents, we have a relationship with elders. And that's the group. Oh, let me finish, and I'll come back to that. Yeah, we have a relationship with our peers and siblings. Yeah, we have a relationship with the property of others, uh-huh. and we have a relationship with nature. Right. So the Ezos is suggesting that in everybody's life, they're the six big areas that we have to consider. What does obedience? What do boundaries look like in those six areas? Mm. Now that area of elders is anybody that's not in a position of authority, not our parent, yeah. and not our peer or sibling. Anyone just older? Is that how you yes. would like? Yes, and like... It, it, we were talking about it last night at our parenting program, and, yeah. and, and one of the questions that was asked, well, what about when we're adults? Well, it sort of changes a little bit then. You know, we were talking about it in the context of oh, yeah. using Mr. and Mrs. for people that are older than us, okay? Um, and... And I said, you know, it's interesting that most of us make a transition when we're sort of, well, my kids, for example. So they, they, one disadvantage they had was they went to schools where their parents were also teachers, which meant that 
our friends were also teachers and often in positions of authority over our kids. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, Bill Innes was the principal at what was then Thornley. Yep. Um, and Josh and Amy were there. So that becomes a complication. Mm. But later on, as Amy and Josh became adults, well, they went from Mr. Innes to Bill and Wendy. Yeah, that know, makes so sense. that's that sort of yeah, transition. Yeah. So yeah, it's just so so those six areas or six uh, relationship groups that we have, then help us to define what are we being obedient about. Mm, okay, okay. Just it's interesting you mentioned that because I just thinking back to my growing my childhood, we were always we were always told it would be you would address someone as Mister and Mrs. Yeah. That was that was normal, but I yeah. I don't know that I don't know that that's is that kind of do people still do that they do is that and, still... and they don't <laughs> okay. so it's certainly I would suggest it's probably not the norm these days okay um, and that's not necessarily a good or a bad thing mm. um, you know the thing that it does is it, it delineates someone who's not your parent who's not in a position of authority mm. and who's not your peer or sibling. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. that's what it actually does. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how you do that, mm. yeah, lots of different ways of doing that. Uncle and auntie is mm. another way, yep. depending on culture. Correct. Uh, I know a lot of people that would refer to me as, as yes. uncle, even though I'm not technically their uncle. Correct. Yep. Some, you know, yeah. So it's, it's quite different, isn't it? It and, is. And really yeah. gets back to how we educate our kids. It does. And how do we that's want right. our kids to address that's right. when you talk about elders. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. We'll take a break. We've been uh, probably uh, we're continuing the discussion mm. around obedience. We started yeah. a fortnight ago. Yeah, it's a great, great topic. Yeah. So, so I, uh, as I said, um, the ESOs suggest those six mm. natural relationships that we have yeah. that every person has, um, and and then the point that they make is how we establish boundaries in our home is to ask what does it look like to respect people in each of those categories. Well, that's that, that's probably the key right there, would it be, Graham, mm. when you talk about respect? Yeah, yeah. So respect is a very slippery word, mm. okay? Um, we all know what yeah. it looks like, or we think we know what it looks like. Let me yeah. put it that way. We could all say, well, yeah, that looks like respect and that doesn't. You know, if you walk up to someone face-to-face and nose-to-nose and shout in their face, that's being disrespectful. Absolutely. Okay? Yeah. So, but how do you define respect mm. what is respect so it's a yeah, really interesting yeah. little little question yeah. so we as i say we know what it looks like but how do we define it because if you can't define something it makes it difficult to ask is this respect in a new situation mm. okay? okay so i would want to suggest that respect is defined as acting in a way that makes a person's life towards whom you are acting just a little bit better that's well. It, that's a great description. Okay. Acting, uh, yeah, as you think across all those yep. different areas. Yeah, yep. that e- environment, people. Correct. Yep. That's right. So, okay. so let's take nature. Yeah. So, so that's one of the big areas that that the Ezos would suggest, right? Okay. That we all have a relationship with nature. So, how do we act in a respectful way towards nature? Well, a tree's life is. You, know, you, you can't make a tree's life better or worse. I guess you mm. chop it down. I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but the point here is, how do I act towards nature so that your life might be a little bit better? Mm. 
Good question. So, for example, yeah. okay, I'm taking we're taking a walk out through wherever. It's wildflower season. If I go picking the wildflowers as I take the walk, people who come through that the next time don't have the opportunity to see those wonderful flowers. Mm, that's right. So in actual yeah. fact, I have disrespected them. Even though I've never met them, mm. even though they're not there, yeah. I've disrespected everybody else because I've reduced the opportunity for other people to enjoy nature. Mm, so, so that yeah. then sets a framework for me as a parent to say, what should I expect my children to do in this area of their relationship with nature? Mm. And of course, we can then talk about sustainability, the use of electricity, the use Absolutely. of water, right? While those yeah. things are not people, other people use them. And yeah, so how sure. do I show yeah. respect? Yeah, it's a good thought. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's really interesting. So, so yeah. respect becomes the foundational question for setting boundaries that we expect our children to obey. Mm. I think most people would probably agree if we said that whole, the whole area, I mean, this is a whole, whole probably separate topic as, as you think about respect, mm. looks a little bit different now to maybe what it did even going back, well, I don't know, 50 Yep. 50, 40, 50 years yeah. ago? Like, yeah, look, I, that, that would certainly, I'd probably say it, 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 it looks different because there's less of it. That, that, that would yeah, be the way okay. I would put it. Less respect. Yes, now. yes. Across all of those, do you think? I think like, so, uh, yeah. Across environment, people, yep. elders, yep. parents, S siblings. siblings. Yep. I mean, yeah, I, I would think that, that there's been a significant reduction in the respectful way that people treat and work with other people. I think part yeah. of that problem, Mike, is that if we went back 50 or 60 years, respect looked like authoritarian parenting. That's true. Yeah, I would agree with okay. that. Yeah. You respect me by obeying me with absolutely everything. Yep. Don't you talk back to me. Yep. Right? And, and as human beings do, the pendulum tends to swing out the other way, mm, right? Yeah. And so, you know, that that's probably ha what respect looked like in the first half to the middle of, of the 20th century. Yep. The 60s came along and went, oh, we don't want that. Yeah. We don't want people telling us what to do. <laughs> right? And, and in, in many ways, appropriately so, yeah. right? We don't want to live in this authoritarian mm. type world, mm. right? But of course, in human nature, the pendulum never sits in the middle. That's right. It always That's goes right. all the way out. And the then, other, it, right. then it, comes, it back, comes back, and then it goes back and forward and back and forward. Right. So, so we ended up with a situation where authority became the problem rather than authoritarian. Mm, okay. okay. And so yeah. respect. Then, well, we didn't do things that showed respect because we wanted to be our own boss. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's something in scripture about that. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Was it chapter three? <laughs> yeah, right at the beginning. Right. So, so. Yeah, I would argue that respect these days is is significantly reduced because the idea of the individual being the boss mm. and not having to care for other people. But of course, if you and I are going to live our lives as Christians, that is, after all, what Jesus said the second most important commandment is, mm. to respect or love, love your neighbor. That's right. Yeah. Right. So, so what does that look like? So that becomes a significant question for parents to ask. Good one today. Graham, we'll take a break.
and really kind of kind of headed down this whole respect thing, which is a high, very interesting discussion, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, just it, think it, about respect. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess the the reason why Gay and I speak a lot about it is because most of us parent the way we were parented. True. Yeah. That okay. Would, absolutely. Uh, which yeah. which is not that's a normal. good or a bad thing. That's yeah. a normal thing. What yeah. what was modelled to us, we think, oh, well, that's the normal deal. And, 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 and you would correct it if we didn't like what you well that so that's yeah yeah that's exactly right so that's the next point is to say you know so often we do things and we haven't actually thought about it so an illustration i use is you know have have you ever opened your mouth and heard one of your parents talking Mm, yes and and i'm sure we all do it we can all relate to that right and we think oh my goodness that's exactly what my mother says or what my father says right because we absorb those ideas without actually thinking about it. Mm, so mm. by challenging parents to think about, okay, if respect is the fundamental value for how we should treat those six big areas in our life, what does that then look like for our home? Mm, and sure. then that becomes the framework around which you put boundaries in place. Mm. And what that does, of course, that that allows the the type of boundaries that a home has to shift and change with the way that our parenting should change as our children grow older, but also to shift and change with the culture and the way that society operates, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So so it just is a trigger point to help parents say, tell me what boundaries I should have in place, right? Rather than, well, here's the list, (laughs) And this should work for every home. Because, of course, it doesn't. That's right. You know, and and things shift in the home. Um, You know, in in school situations, we're often working with families where there's a major illness in the family. So boundaries shift and change with those sorts of stresses that come onto the family. But if the fundamental question is, what does it look like for me to respect you? Mm. Then I actually have a framework by which to to answer the question, what should I expect from my children in this situation or this situation? And and I guess one of the really important things to say is that respect doesn't mean that you put yourself in the control of somebody else absolutely. Mm. That isn't what respect is. And again, if we go back to the gospel stories, right? So Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. And then about four pages later, he says to the Pharisees, you bunch of dead men's tombs. You're full of worms and smelly stuff and degrading flesh. So, so okay, that's a perfect example of going, well, if having a tough conversation with someone isn't respectful, then Jesus didn't follow his own command. Mm. Right. Yeah. So obviously, somehow those two things go together. Yeah. And so we've got yeah. to figure out how does that happen. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's just a, it's a good framework, a basic framework for parents to say, okay, what sort of boundaries should I have in my home? If these are the six areas that my children are always going to work with, how do I help them have self-regulation in those areas? And what does that look like? It's mm. good, Graham. Well, we uh, we are out of time once again. Really appreciate you coming in, and uh, yeah, we'll catch pleasure. up in a fortnight. Which we will, will be the end of term, almost end of term. It will. Then I know. You, then you then you will be on yeah. holidays because teachers get all these oh, holidays, they do. don't they? Yep, yep. 
and no, teach yep, your life exactly so yeah. to all the parents out there we have to put up with your children five <laughs> hours a day five days a week so That's... we deserve the holidays <laughs> you do indeed really appreciate your time Graham thanks mate good always good my guest in the studio today has been Graham Irvine from Kingsway Christian College you are on 98.5 for more details on this and other programs contact 98.5 Sunshine FM Perth Western Australia or visit the website 98five.com 98.5 98.5